You're listening to Veeam Partner Perspectives with Eric Doherty. Welcome to the Veeam Partner Perspectives podcast. I'm Eric Doherty. My guest today is Madalena Cristil, Senior Community Analyst with Veeam. More specifically, she's in charge of all things Veeam Community. Maddie, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you very much for having me. Um, this is a really great opportunity to share all things community with our partners. I'm really excited to have you here. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, how you got to the uh, role you're in now, and a little more about your role than the one sentence that I've given? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would love to talk about my background a little bit. Um, I Let me just start with the beginning, right? I always loved traveling and, uh, you know, discovered new cultures, uh, meeting new people, working with like different communities, because um, that's how I got to to this role as well. Uh, so that led me to, to live abroad in India, uh, in the UK, um, in the USA. I worked for a cruise ship as well. Um, and I know there is a lot of diversity in there, but I always had the passion as well uh, for technology and innovation too. So, you know, I decided at some point to explore that side as well. And uh, for a while, I actually worked for Amazon. Most probably you heard of Alexa, everyone heard of Alexa. So I was testing Alexa apps. Uh, That was for three years and a half. That was just before uh, this role. And few people also know that I also have a front-end development certification. And I wish I had more time to uh, dedicate to code, like doing some code. Uh, but, you know, like there are so many things we want to do in life, but uh, we only have an am- a limited amount uh, of time. And I'm pretty sure you're making you a list. That's all you can do, right? Make a list of things you want to do and check them off when you can. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah. But, uh, yeah, when it comes to, to my current role, um, as I said, like, I used to work within communities, especially in India. Uh, so I always thought that that would be an interesting position in a corporation as well. So uh, that's how I kind of got to, to Veeam. And as you mentioned, I am a senior community analyst. Um, and along with Rick, Nicola and uh, Safia, uh, we proudly lead the Veeam community. And uh, my focuses are the community resource hub platform, as well as the legends uh, program, the Veeam user groups. And uh, I work closely with uh, Nicola supporting uh, the, the Vanguard program because she's in charge of leading it. And uh, on top of that, what I really, really enjoy uh, is to be creative, creative and bring new projects to the community. Um, and that helps us expand, of course, the, the operations. We have, a, for example, we have a new show coming soon. I'm pretty sure you know about it, the Vim 100 show. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new initiative for the Community Hub that is the blog of the month. I'm not sure if you... if you. I was looking at them last night, actually. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Um, and then we had, because we were talking a bit earlier about it, we had the community booth uh, at Vimon, Miami. So this is the first year we, we've been doing that and we're going to keep on doing it. few other uh, initiatives involving our Vim 100 members. There's a project I'm working uh, with uh, one of our partners, because we are talking uh about partners right in here uh, to get the community edition NFR license. Um, so that's going to be an interesting project. Haven't started yet. 
And well, there are so many other interesting projects that are going to come soon. That's the awesome thing that that Veeam community, which we're going to expand more on what the Veeam community is, because I think it's really I think it's a great resource that not necessarily everybody knows about. And I think especially when we talk about it from a partner point of view, they think, oh, that's for the end users. And I, I disagree. Um, there's tons of great resources out there. But you also mentioned something in there, the Veeam 100. Can you describe what that is? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I can definitely talk about the Veeam 100 um, as well as why they are important to us. Um, so let's just start with what is this program? What is the Veeam 100? And uh, this is specifically three programs together. That's uh, the Vanguards, the Legends that I just mentioned. Um, and uh, these are the two external programs that are part of the uh, extended program Veeam 100. And uh, the third one is the Veeam MVPs that you are actually uh, part of. You are a member of the Veeam MVPs. Yeah, uh, and this is an, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you are new to it, right? So yes, I am. We, we can just talk about it uh, in a bit. But yeah, this is an internal program. This is important to mention. So people cannot just apply to it because uh, some people might think they can do. And they, they are basically our... They are recognized as top technical experts in Veeam's products and solutions. Um, and uh, these people, they really possess extensive knowledge and experience um, when it comes to data protection and management technologies. Um, and of course, this doesn't come as a surprise. They are our partners, our end customers, and our employees. Um, so yeah, then if you want, we can just maybe talk about each of the programs or how yeah. do you want it to... Yeah, let's start with the mm-hmm. vanguards. because yeah. um, And actually, it's interesting that you mentioned when you talk about the extra things they do. I use as a resource constantly and refer my partners to a lot of the blogs and, and information that the vanguards share online. Um, I find them to be a, a great resource because they, they all have labs, they all try things and they do great jobs making blog posts and videos and demos of what they try. And really it's, it's helped a lot of my partners. So it's great that they're willing to share like that because they're all busy anyway. So to do that on top of that is great. Yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty sure, um, as you know, like Vanguard is the most established program and, uh, it started back in 2015. Uh, it, it started as a small group of technology and being passionate individuals, basically. Uh, they used to love going and they still do. They love going and advocate about Veeam solutions and, uh, you know, why they use it, why this solution is better than other solutions. Um, and usually a vanguard is an individual that advocates on his or, or her own properties like blogs, vlogs, podcasts, social media, but not limited to it. Some of them, they are very active at the Community Hub resource as well that we're going to talk about in a bit. Uh, And this program runs on an annual basis. I'm sure people um, will ask this question. And applications can be submitted at the end of the year. So, you know, like I would suggest like, and I would recommend to people that are interested in this program, um, if you think you have done enough in terms of like Veeam um, advocacy and you have enough experience with uh, Veeam product um, expertise in general, then just the best way is like if you work already like with somebody at the Veeam, one Veeam employee that could recommend you 
that would be probably the best way to do it. Of course, I'm going to talk a little bit later about a few other options to submit your application, but I think this is probably one of the best way because that person know you, works with you, um, and can recommend you. And this is really important for us when it comes to select the members of Vanguard program. That makes sense. Yeah, that somebody it, it's kind of the same way when you're looking for a job, being referred in for somebody by somebody carries more weight than just a, a, a blind application sent in from the web. Um, so yeah, that that makes total sense. And and that's something. And this is people who are end users. They can be partners. They could be independent consultants. I've seen you know from backgrounds looking at the uh, the profiles. It's it's all areas of IT basically. Yes, absolutely. Um, as I mentioned, it's like. Because, yeah, what what would be like some of uh, the characteristics, right, that we are looking when selecting the Vim Vanguards? That would be probably a good question question to answer to. Uh, well, we look for individuals that have been working with Vim products and solutions for at least a couple of years. You know, you have that experience with the product. Um, you are able to discuss at any level about Vim and what Veeam is doing. Um, and, you know, like you, you can find uh, pros and cons as well. Um, and they already, as I mentioned it, you already have like your own property. You have a blog, you have, you have a blog, a podcast uh, where you write about what do you do with Veeam products and solutions, you know, like you about your experience that um, you got along the years. And Another important thing is like to be um, active on social media. So basically you are like also a content creator and we prefer outspoken individuals that, you know, like enjoy doing presentations. As you know, we had like a few of our vanguards that have like really great presentation at Beamon. Uh, they got really good attendance if you, if you remember it and I also must say that there are many of the vanguards that were not confident, like back in 2000, I don't know, 2016, 2017, when the program started and they actually grew. They, they are still in the program and they grew with the program and now they are confident speakers. So that is an option as well. You have everything else, but you are not that of a great speaker, but you are willing to put yourself out there and learn and, you know, become a good speaker. That's great so, to know. Yeah, that's yeah. that that's important because not everybody, especially when it comes to technology, not everybody is uh, confident in front of a room. But if this is also a way that potentially if they have great information to share, it is a great group that can help coach people up on how to do that, both both folks from Veeam and folks from, uh, you know, from other, you know, outside places that are part of the Vanguard. Um, so Vanguard yes. is is like the best of the best, right? I wouldn't put it that way. Okay, uh, good. All me, right, good. Well, I'm glad to say that because I don't like to stack rank people anyway. Yeah. So that's good. For me, it's just like the most established program because it's been out there since 2015. Of course, like there are like people that started the program, if you want, and they've been accumulating a lot of experience and they know a lot about Veeam products and they've been working with the Veeam products for so many years and they had 
the opportunity to work with our product management, right, with our product strategy teams. And they've been learning so much um, throughout the years. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily say that this is our best. I wouldn't okay. um, assess it that way, if you okay. want. No, that's, um, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I said, I don't like to make, you know, one group over another. So that's perfect. Yeah. But then there are other programs um, that we've been talking about. The other program that is an external program, it's the Legends program. And this one has actually started in 2000, late 2020, when our, one of our colleagues that left Veeam shortly after I joined, so that was early 2022, uh, put together the so-called Veeam Community Resource Hub. And that's how Legends program was actually created. And who are the Legends? Um, you would be surprised, but the Legends are also like people with a lot of expertise, a lot of knowledge when it comes to Veeam. Only that um, they don't have a property, you know, their own property where to write blogs. But then they go to our properties, which are the community hub, um, R&D forums, and they are very, very active in there. And their input is really helping us a lot. Uh, so if you ask me, that would be the difference between the two. One of them, they have their own properties and they are active in there. And some of them are more experienced when it comes to speaking in public because they've been with Vanguard program for longer time. And Legends, they just started, they've been two years okay. uh, in this program. So it might just take a little bit of time to get where the Vanguards are, but the programs are equally uh, good. So, it's so maybe the, the Legends aren't necessarily doing content creation yet, uh, they but they're doing contribution. Do. They, but they're doing contribution to existing entities more so than content creation, perhaps. They actually do blogs. Okay. They, they do blogs, but they do it on our properties, and they okay. um, they go to R and D forums and they assist yep. other. I see their names in the R and D forums all all the time. Yeah. Anybody not using the R and D forums for for troubleshooting or looking for help is is missing out. So. That yes. I, hope, I hope everybody listening is doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yes. But then, yeah, they are, basically, they are our super users at the Veeam community properties. That's that's the short way to put it out there. Um, so, yeah, that that's about um, the legends. One more important thing, actually, that I would like to mention in here is the fact that for Legends, we actually have two intakes per year. One is in February, the other one is in August. So it's coming shortly. And that is purely metrics driven, meaning you go to these properties, you create content in there, or you get involved in the discussions, you help your peers, um, and you get points for every activity that you do at one of the properties. Yes community hub resource or R&D forums. So you respond to somebody else's post with an answer. You create your own post. You add a, add some content in there. You're getting points created. I saw it's like a badging system where you, yes. you earn badges and get ranks and things like that. Yes, exactly. Yes, you, you get that as well. That's more like a, a, a reward uh, because people really love badges. Really Everything, love yes. ranks. Oh, believe me. I know people <laughs> love badges. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, you actually have uh, at least one, the MVP one, right? Yes, yes. I got to do more to earn more. I, you know, <laughs> you can't just sit there and do nothing and earn them. So I, I got to do more. But again, you know, doing the podcast. So, you know, it's a you know, con- contribute to the community hub or do this. I got to do both, honestly. So we'll get. Oh, there. you know what? I think we actually have a badge that is like uh, a podcast badge. Oh, no kidding. I have to look into that. I'll have to look. Yeah, I'll have to look at that. I also need to figure out how I can maybe share some of this with with folks on there, too. But not that they don't see it on social media, but there's a lot. Of, so that there's a lot of. So what you're what you're really saying is there's a lot of different ways. Somebody shouldn't think, oh, I'm not eligible for this or I wouldn't cut it. They should try and they should talk probably with their local Veeam team about it um, to to find out how to get in. Yes, definitely. I recommend um, each person that is interested in being part of the Veeam 100 or just being part of the community, being part of the community by... Um, I don't know, being a Veeam user group leader, just go and talk to the people that you are working with at Veeam, you know, in your region. And um, I'm pretty sure they can just give you more information or send you to the right people to our community uh, team. So, yeah. yeah. It's always a good thing for, for the Veeam people to have these folks in their territory. It's another strong resource when they're doing events they you know now they have somebody that could come and be a speaker when they're if they're doing a local user group event uh, which we'll, we need to talk about the user groups as well but that gives us something you know that that's somebody that if you know if you help get that person in there and you know you have somebody in your territory and you're trying to get an event together you might have a, an outside speaker to come in that's ready and willing to go as part of these programs Absolutely. And this happens, you know, like in, uh, especially in the EMEA, I think uh, there is a strong community, even like the BIM 100, uh, most of the members are from uh, from the EMEA uh, regions. And uh, you would be surprised how much they enjoy going, participate in our BIM on tours, organizing uh, BIM user groups in person, virtually, um, speaking at our events. So this is a an unbelievable resource, honestly. So I really think that our Veeam people should push it to have these people in their regions as well. And, and that's one of the reasons that I'm talking to you today is because, you know, I, I know the same thing. It has, there, there's a lot of background in EMEA for, for this. Seeing more people in North America, in the Americas that are starting to become part of the program, um, but I'm not sure everybody knows about it. So again, I want to get the information out there. This is valuable. You know, you know, we'll get partners, we'll get, you know, theme people and start promoting it because it just is another way, you know, we, at the end of the day, we want, we want happy people. We want strong people that do this. And uh, it always leads back to more sales. If you have folks like this in your community. Yes, that's completely <laughs> right. And that's um, the thing that the partners like. Yes, definitely. But let's not forget about the VMVP, right? Because we discussed the two external programs, um, Vanguards and Legends, but VMVPs, I think it's equally important to us uh, because you, part of this program, you are in, you have the chance to interact directly with our Vanguards and Legends and find out all this information and go out there to our partners, to our customer and let them know about it, right? You have like 
all this information. You get feedback uh, from uh, from our legends and vanguards. And this is really, really important. And we must say that the MVPs are like our employees that are going above and beyond to advocate about Veeam on, I don't know, on your platforms, your properties, your own properties, but um, also on the community hub, um, as well as R&D forums. But uh, I think in here, you can help me out because uh, definitely you are part of this yeah, program. Yeah, uh, I've seen more. people doing Reddit. Uh, they do a lot of uh, uh, group moderation in Reddit. Um, I've seen folks, you know, just like you said, answering R&D forums, um, you know, their own blogs. There, you know, there's so much other content that's outside of the job. And that's, that's the key for it, I think, too, is that it's not something that you do in the course of your normal job. So it's, for some folks, it's a little trickier. If, you're, if, if your normal job is to go and speak everywhere all the time, then it's a little tougher. But if you start doing things like going to VMUGs or Veeam user groups and participating in those, that's outside of your normal job. Those are things that, that we do and we want to do more of in the community to you know, further the outreach and, and really bridge that gap between folks that are in Veeam and folks that are outside of Veeam. Because again, we have a, a, a biweekly call um, with all the MVPs. It's, it's you know, as many of them as can possibly get on at that time, get on. It's like, I think there's one hour a day that sort of works for everybody around the world because it's a global program. Um, and just the conversations on that and the team chat that we have going for that, the brain power going on in there is incredible. I've brought questions. I, I literally one day brought a question and a feature request about something with Veeam 1. And... Um, I hit the right time and the right person was on there and they, they basically were like, yeah, that sounds like an issue. We're going to take that back. I was actually working on that this weekend and we're trying to work on it, make it better and different. And I was like, wow, I've never had that kind of access to anybody to just say something into the air. And all of a sudden it's, you know, being acted upon. So it's, it's a real privilege to be part of the group. Yeah, it's, it's really incredible. And this is what's happening as well with Vanguards and Legends. I know that soon is going to be like a call for the Vim 100. So I'm really curious how that's going to go as well. Um, but yeah. I'm excited for that because I realize, you know, as you look through the directory, I know a good number of the people in both those groups already from just from interaction, either online or being at events. Um, when you talk about community, it really does start to build the community. The more the more active you are inside and outside of Veeam with these things, the more of these folks you get to know. Exactly. And the, the most uh, access to information, as you said, and to people you get and uh, faster things sorted out or like you, yes. you get the, a feature that you've always wanted like that. Yes. <laughs> so. It kind of gets bubbled up the list a little bit if you start talking about it with the right folks. It's yeah. I'm not saying that's the way I'm not, I'm not saying everybody bring me your feature requests because that doesn't mean I can just jam them into the system and make them all happen. But I do have, you know, as part of the MVP program, we have a way to have a conversation about them. Why is it there? Is it something that's being, you know, that's on the list? Is it something that we've looked at and doesn't make sense or isn't feasible? And we get that feedback so you can give real answers back to folks on it. It's not, um, you know, it's not a separate thing. You know, we're part of the process now. It's a really special thing. Yeah, definitely. It's just like, I think it's all about the opportunity in there, you know, that you have being outside of the program, you wouldn't have it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And in my role, it's it's an interesting thing too, because I, again, when you say inside and outside, you know, I have this access internally, but I'm also talking to so many people externally that I'm getting their feedback. And now I have a new forum 
for how to share that feedback with the people that it matters to. So, you know, it's, I, I really value that as well because when people, you know, they say something, I really wish you could do that. It's like, hold on, let me write that down. They're like, why, what are you going to do? And then I explain it to like, oh, okay, well, that's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. There, there are so many things probably we could just go on forever in discussing all this, but, uh, but yeah, I think there are so many opportunities for people in Vim 100 um, and the, I'm not going to go now into a lot of details about the opportunities, but some of them are like access to uh, the betas, you know, like they get to test our products. Um, They get to be part of the development of products, which is like huge if you think about. Um, I mean, for us, it's really valuable. um, And for them, it's valuable because they take part, they, they are part of this. Um, and then they have like NFR licenses and they have um, the opportunity to go to our biggest conference, Vimon Miami. And uh, we have a special summit for our Vim 100 in uh, Prague this year in October, uh, where we have all our product management uh, and we have people like Anton, we have uh, product strategy and people like Danny. So C-level people that are going to be there for our Vim 100 uh, to, you know, learn and to also hear their feedback. So I feel like it's so rewarding to be part of such a program. I, I agree. I agree. I, I, I was encouraged to apply and that's how I ended up in the MVPs because of some of the work that I've different work that I've done. And, uh, I didn't expect to get in cause I'm always one of those, oh, there's people way more, you know, smarter and qualified than me that are going to get in. And then when, when they got back to me and said, you know, when Hannah sent the information out, I was like, wow, okay, well now, I, now I have an expectation to live up to. So I got to keep creating good content and keep working hard here. Yes, definitely. One thing that we should probably mention that we haven't mentioned is like the external programs, um, the Vanguard and Legends are actually led by product strategy, owned by product strategy. Um, and uh, the Veeam MVP is led by uh, product management team. And so they're led by them, but then they all kind of connect through because of the community, which is, you know, <laughs> exactly, yes. exactly. Yes. 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 And, and that actually take us, maybe we can talk about the, a bit of the history of the Veeam community and how long it has been around. Maybe we should go into that. that. Yes, think? absolutely. So in order to answer that question, um, I would like to start with a different question. What is a community in general? And in my opinion, that's just an ecosystem where people with same interests and passions uh, feel free to express their opinions and, of course, give feedback, share ideas, learn from each other, get support from the peers, and um, why not make friends? Because uh, I'm pretty sure you made friends, even if you are just for, I don't know, six months in this program. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, many other things, but you know, and, and we were saying earlier that the Veeam community is composed of our partners, our end customers, and our employees. Basically, it's all of us. So, you know, like if you ask me, it's like Veeam community has existed since Veeam was founded in two thousand six. Do you agree on that? I do agree, because okay. as, as soon as you get more than one person that's passionate about something. And, and start speaking with other people about it, you've, you've started a community informally. And then it's the, 
It's the formalization and the framework around it, which is what you're providing. These people were probably going to talk anyway. Now you gave them a good quality area where they can interact with each other. Yeah, of course. It really took many years to get to where we are today, to have the shape and uh, the structure that we put in place uh, since we founded the company in 2006. Um, so back in the days, um, I think there were like some Vim user groups, like just small groups of people that were just Vim passionate and they would just gather in different countries, in different regions, and they would just talk and learn best practices. So I think that's how it started all. And then in 2015, Rick decided to have um, this program, Vanguard program, um, that we already discussed about. And then five years later, uh, 2020, this uh, lady, Xenia, that left the company, put together the community platform, the community resource hub, um, and that, that's how the Legends program comes to life. And 2021, product management comes up with the idea of Vim MVP. And yeah, at some point, all these, not long ago, all these programs were like sort of islands, you know, like each of them, they were just living um, separately and not in connection with each other. So We've been working on that at least 2022 was really dedicated to bring everything together and make it like a cohesive, like a very coherent uh, community and have everyone uh, close together, work together and have the same mission. So uh, I think this is this is amazing that we got to this point. I think it's terrific. And again, the resources out there are amazing. So but to use the community, you don't have to be one of the Veeam 100. That's, that's correct. And that's something that's important. So you still have, can you have value? Obviously to get started, you have to get in there to get started if you want to become a Veeam legend. So you can go in there and um, log in. And I think it's the same login you would use if you're logging in to download software off the site. Um, yeah, you can use know, it. Mine automatically clicks through now, so I don't know how I logged in, but, but it gives you the ability to, um, to, to interact with these folks, to learn more, and you don't have to be part. It's not in the, the community is not an exclusive club. It's exclusive in that we want people who are passionate about Veeam. Passion doesn't always mean that everything's perfect. Um, yeah. That's that's a beautiful thing about it. A lot I, of great resources yeah. out there. Yes, there are so many resources in out there. And as you said, everyone has access to the community. Uh, you don't have to be part of the Veeam 100. Uh, that's the Veeam 100. Let's say it's just an exclusive club. And if you go above and beyond and do extra things and you have some certain qualities and you have a lot of experience with Veeam products and solutions, as I mentioned earlier, then you can either apply for uh, becoming a Vanguard or you can um, be very active in the community hub, uh, what I'm going to talk about in a minute. Um, and then you can just accumulate points if your content, of course, is quality content um, and become in six months, one year time, you can just become a legend and then you can become part of that um, that club. But you can still like, if you just want to be part of the Veeam community, you can just go today to community.veeam.com, create an account, 
and just become a member just like that and have access to all the public groups, um, all the available resources. Of course, there are a few private uh, groups and you know about it. There is the BIM 100 uh, private group and only our BIM 100 members have access to it. And that's normal. There are a few others as well. Um, but most of the content out there is available for everyone. Now, you might wonder, everyone might wonder in here, what is available? What is in it for me at the Veeam Community Resource Hub? And I would say you can just find an extensive range of materials about Veeam products, solution, best practices. You have like webinars, videos, um, and it's just like, you know, like um, if you, let's say you're interested in automating some tasks that takes a lot of your time, there is a script library with really great scripts. You can use it depending what you need, right? You are new to using BIM products or you have issues with, I don't know, just you want to upgrade from B11 to B12 and I don't know, your environment causes you trouble and you don't know how to do it. You just go and ask at our discussion board. And um, I guarantee like in probably 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you're going to have at least two, three answers. You know, <laughs> I noticed but, that there was one out there. I was actually looking at the other day. It was for a, uh, a unique thing that a partner was trying to do for a customer. And that exact scenario was already being discussed on the community board. So it was like, wow, this is, uh, you know, I, I, a nice A, it re reinforces not the only one trying to do this. And B, the people that are answering, you, you start looking at the names, you're like, okay, if they say that this is how you do it, this is how you do it. It's not, you know, that when you get people of that level and their MVPs and vanguards answering how to do something, it, it, that's how you do it. <laughs> Yes, that's correct. But in the same time, I want people to know that that's not the official answer. Yes. You know, like it's, it's also not, yes, important. not Veeam support or it's not Veeam. Exactly. Even in the forums, it depends, right? Because it depends who's answering and, and what the official answer is. But it's really what support, you know, which is why usually in the forums, one of the first questions with people having issues is what's the ticket number? Because um, <laughs> yes. that's, that's the most important thing is talk to support if you're having real issues. But this was just somebody trying to throw ideas around to try something for a partner or for a customer, I mean. Most of the time it works, you know, and most of the people yeah. that are there, as you said, are our legends, vanguards, MVPs. And well, when it's an MVP, I think that's already official because you are a Veeam employee and um, you know what you're talking about. But yeah, you have to be very careful how you take that information and just put it in practice and how you put it in your production environment because then you don't want to have Yes. you know, any kind of issue. So it's important sometimes, you know, you saw like in our recap, sometimes we mention a, a script that somebody that is not part of uh, of Veeam um, is just posting it there, in there. We think that this is a great script, but then uh, we mention, hey, just tested it in, before, have a sandbox mm -hmm. and then put it in production because... You know, we are not taking the responsibility on that. That's what NFR keys are for, so that you have some place that you can you try go. those things. <laughs> That's, yeah. Uh, always try things. Yes, always test first. Always have that disclaimer. Test outside of production before you, uh, especially with scripting, because you can blow things up and not even know why. But that's also yeah. a, a great resource because people don't, I think sometimes 
people forget the power of scripting with PowerShell to do things inside of our products and, and how much you can do. Um, so it's great to even see that just to get ideas. Um, I know a lot of people, I'm, I'm one of them. I can't start a script looking at a blank page. So anytime that I can start with something to get me going, I'm happy. And that's exactly what we have there. And then, and then a community to bounce ideas off of when your script doesn't work, which is usually the case with my scripting. <laughs> Well, yeah, it, it's a great starting point and it's a great source of inspiration if you want as well. So I, I totally agree. And on top of all that categories and resources, you know, I feel like it's um, it's the, the way that is facilitating the exchange of ideas, you know, and sharing experiences with the other participants in, in there and also the fact that we are hosting virtual events for in different Vim user groups in different languages. This is also like a valuable resources because we have so many people at the community hub um, that don't speak very well English or they don't really understand that much of the English uh you know, expressed in express technology. It's sometimes it's very difficult. I had this feedback before, um, and there is where we have the Vim user groups um, coming in place uh, because we are trying to organize for each of the region, for each of the countries where we have a Vim user group, of course, um, in their um, region language, in their country language. So this way that information is going to be so much easier to, to be understood. So I think this is also super important. And what we are trying to do now is also organize, um, we are starting with the Beam user groups events in person. Um, and we're gonna have one most probably in Turkey. We're gonna have one, two actually in France. We might have soon, uh, the first one in Romania. So this is amazing. We've never had that before. So uh, there are a lot of good things uh, that the community is um, bringing. That's great. And that that's, so it, it's, it's kind of interesting because now we've talked about it as a global thing. And now it's also, it's kind of funny how it starts as a global thing and it's also building local um, momentum as exactly. well to get, to make everybody feel included. And that's, that's great. Yes, absolutely. And I also want to mention here the fact that people like Michael Kay, that was your previous guest on the podcast, is also active in the community. He's actually posting regularly in the Kubernetes Corner, which is a thematic group, because we also have um, thematic groups available at the Community Hub. There's Julia, who works closely with the AWS communities, and she's helping out our leaders at the Cloud City um, thematic group. And then Karine and Federica Saba, they will lead a new group, Women in Tech, uh, which cool. is absolutely amazing. This yes. is a new initiative. Um, and just the Vim community truly embraces diversity and welcomes everyone because this is how we started. Is everyone included? Is everyone welcome in there? The, the short answer is yes. That's awesome. And, and and there's a place for everybody to feel comfortable. And that that's what I love. It really does feel like community, especially as we talked about with, with Veeam on uh, a few months ago, how just that online interaction, all of a sudden it was so natural to just see these folks that you've never met in person and just continue and now have an in-person relationship with them and be able to, it just makes it, it expands the world, I'll say. You know, I know it sounds like I'm getting all 
happy drippy, but it does expand the world. The fact that I, you know, have contacts anywhere around the world that I can talk to about these things and then run into them somehow over the course of a year and feel like I already know them. It, it's a, it's a special feeling. Same goes, you know, with, you know, talking to you because you are, uh, where are you located right now? I, I meant to ask you that I'm earlier. actually in Bucharest, in Bucharest. Yes. Beautiful. In Romania. Nice. Yes. But- I'm outside of Philadelphia. So again, that's the expansion of the world, right? Exactly. Absolutely. And talking about expansion, I really don't think you are exaggerating um, in that regard. It's like last week I was in Amsterdam for Women in Tech um, and we have a few vanguards and legends in there. So I got in touch with them and uh, we got to spend Friday together because we are also friends. So yes, it really expands the world. Yeah. I don't think you are exaggerating in that regards. And that's that's what I love. I mean, even just when I'm traveling within the US, just about every city I ever go to, whether it's for work or not, I know somebody there because of these types of initiatives that I I could call and say, hey, do you have? are you in town? Do you have time to, you know, say hello, lunch, drink after work, whatever. It, it just makes the world that much better. I mean, I know it sounds like, like I said, you know, trying to solve world peace here, but I definitely prefer to have a, a world where I know people and not some little closed off thing. And that's what this community really brings beyond just the technology pieces. It really expands the world for, for the Veeam community. And I think it's a great platform. I think you've done a great job putting it together. I do have one last question though. Sure. The mascot. How did our little friend get started? I love seeing him. I saw, you know, the stuffed animals. I have one of the pins on from uh, from Vimon. But how did he get started? Is he did a he? I should I even start yeah. with that? Okay. Yes, that's Alfred. Okay. The name of the mascot is Alfred. Did you get one at Vimon Miami? I didn't get a stuffed. I didn't get a stuffed one. I got the pin. Okay, because there were so many stuffed ones. So oh, yeah. I didn't I didn't get one. That was that's my fault. I didn't well somebody else from the community, I was standing over there. I was like, oh, that's a great pin. And they they literally go, hold on one second. They walked over, grabbed a pin, and came over to where I was working at hands-on labs to go, here you go. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Well, so. at least you got one pin. Yes. That's that's great. <laughs> we have more in Colombo. So if you need more swag. And more pins, we have more in there because there were like two types of it. So, yes. so yeah. That's but awesome. yeah, uh, basically, it, it was like a cat from the beginning because there was no question that is going to be a cat because the girl, Xenia, that put together the community hub resource, um, she has a cat and she loves cats. So she was like, the mascot has to be a cat, no question. So that was not um, difficult. What was a bit more difficult was the name. How did they come up with Alfred? Because they had, yeah. yeah, they had a bunch of ideas around that, starting with Vimeo. Uh, that is very difficult to pronounce, by the way, or uh, Cookie yes. or Cloudy, which was a good choice, Cloudy. I like it. I like that too. But. They stuck with Alfred because apparently they came up to the conclusion that the name, um, this is the name of a bunch of scientists and technology experts. And I have few names in here. Let me just find it. Alfred Tadeus Crane Pennyworth. Um, Alfred Warden, who's an astronaut. Alfred Bernhard Noble, chemist, engineer. 
Um, may be familiar with his prize, right? Yes, exactly. He's actually <laughs> the one that came up uh, with the Nobel Prize. Yes. And then you have Alfred Einstein, right? Albert. So, yes. But that so you got Alfred the cat, who is a yes, nod I, to all these great Alfreds in science and technology. I love it. Yes, exactly. That's awesome. So that's why. And our Alfred the cat is an expert in data protection. I love it. it. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a that's a great story. I was Alfred. So Alfred, that's a great and it's a great story. How you know that nod to the to science and technology and uh, cute cat. So if you haven't seen, go on Community and you'll see Alfred the cat and check out some more things. So that's community.veeam.com, right? Yes, Excellent. that's correct. Everybody is welcome there and please contribute. Um, Maddie, I really appreciate you doing this with me today. This was a great conversation. Um, I hope I'm going to drive a ton of traffic to the community site now through this. Um, I've learned a ton and I'm sure that my listeners will too. Thank you again for taking the time with me. Thank you very much. It's been really great to, to be with you today and talk about community. This has been Veeam Partner Perspectives with Eric Doherty. Thank you for listening.